telling you that I am burned out. What they're not telling you is the next part. They're leaving the sentence and the thought incomplete. They're saying I am burned out because I decided that I was not going to evolve and adapt myself to the times of 2021. Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sprobed by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools and you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com www.ptschoolprobe.com and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's PREPTGRIND for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschool, P-R-O-B-E, probe.com and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. I am honored to be joined by my mentor, Casey, you know, both Casey and myself. This is our mentor, our good friend, our coach, brother, a whole bunch of different titles, but this is Greg Todd. And Greg Todd has, you know, been such a key player in, in our career journey and our life journey and how we've learned to serve other people through online. And so literally everything you see from pre-PT grind would not have been possible without this man right here. So it's an honor, but we're, we're going to be talking about some cool stuff, man. Listen, this is, <laughs> I'm just going to say it like this, because once you listen, you'll understand why this is such an important interview to listen to because it affects how 
how you perceive what's possible within the profession, right? I think as pre-PTs, whether it's financially, whether it's uh, for ourselves, I had a student that I spoke with today that I had lunch with that said, you know, they're afraid of, you know, burning out within the profession because they just see so many other PTs that they're working with. They're currently a tech, you know, and they drove down from, from Orlando to spend the day with me today. And they were like, yo, like I'm seeing all these other PTs basically burning out because they're stuck, they're, they're capped. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, if we're seeing that as pre-PTs, like imagine what happens when you like, you're basically seeing that and saying, yo, like, I don't even know if I want to do that. And like, do I really want to be a physical therapist? Like the idea of physical therapy is nice, but man, it doesn't really match up with what I'm seeing elsewhere. So this is going to be a great conversation, y'all. So if y'all are stuck there, if you guys are like, hey, how am I going to make it worth the investment and so much more Listen in because this is going to be a massive, massive stepping stone. And then um, at the end, we're going to give you some next steps that are going to be very important. But before we begin, Greg Todd, brother, how you feeling, brother? Man, I'm better than good, baby. I'm better than good. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. So for for those of y'all that are watching, some of y'all know who GT is. Many of you do. Uh, some of you might not. And so uh, let's uh, tell them a little bit about who you are so that they can get a good understanding. And then let's dive in because this is huge, bro. Okay. For those of you that are listening right now, I'm asking here, can you just stop what you're doing for a second? And I just want to make a request. I'm asking you to listen to this interview in its entirety. So who am I? I'm a guy that decided to become a physical therapist because of basically two reasons. One is even though I love and I respect my father, I didn't want to be like him. My dad has been in the financial services industry. My dad in 1984 started working for a company called Primerica. Actually, it was called A.O. Williams at the time. And, and my dad was basically a self-employed guy. And I saw my dad do things that no one else in our family, our family is not even, we're not from this country, we're from Jamaica. And the majority of the family came here in, in, um, in the 70s. And I saw my dad make more money than anyone in our family, but I also saw my dad tank and go through some hard times. And I remember those hard times led to marital issues with my dad and my mom. And I always remember that as a kid. So I said, you know what? I never want to have like a business. I always want to have the most stable job because I knew one day I'd want to have a, like a wife. Knew one day I want to have kids. And I knew that at least for me, I equated entrepreneurship to messing up families. So I became physical therapist. That was the reason number one. And reason number two is my mother was the medical transcriptionist for an orthopedic surgeon. So basically, you know, when you go to a doctor and you hear the doctor, I don't know if they do this anymore, but they used to have like the little, you get a recording be like, okay, I'm media from our head. Okay. They take those tapes. My mom was the lady that would take those tapes. This is tape cassettes back then. Y'all, you're probably too young for all this. I don't know how they do it today, but basically take the tapes. She play it. She put on these headphones and she would type away and she would do the doctor's notes. Okay. And between that, me then meeting the doctor, the doctor saying I would not do my job. You want to know what he said about his job? You guys want to know what he said? He said that his job, yeah, it pays a lot of money, but I don't know my kids. I'm on my third wife, third wife. 
And he said that, I think I'm going to be on my fourth. Now I heard that as a senior in high school. You know what he told me? He said, go do what those people are doing over there. And he had a physical therapy office in his medical office. And that's the reason why I became a physical therapist. I started school in 1995. I started university in 1995. I set on a path to become a physical therapist. I got into physical therapy school at the end of 1997. I became a licensed physical therapist by the end of 2000. I was a staff physical therapist for the first three and a half, four years. And then I went on to um, start a business. I went on to do the thing that I said I would never, ever, ever do. That business today has now turned into three clinics. And that business has generated over $1 million a year for eight of the last 10 years. Last year, we didn't do it because of COVID. But we're well on track again this year. So that's good. Now, I tell you all that because I actually want to go back to February of 1995. So February of 1995, I'm in that doctor's office. And as I'm in that doctor's office, that doctor took a young 17-year-old man that had an interest in being an orthopedic surgeon. And with his choice of words, I went from excited about being an orthopedic surgeon to saying I would never do that. All it took was one person that had influence over me. And I ended up going into being a physical therapist. Now, I want to tell you something. I think this is really important for you all to hear this. And that's why I need you guys to listen to this whole thing, okay? Because on my journey to being a physical therapist, right? So after now I meet this guy, right? Okay. I decide that I'm going to go. I start researching physical therapy. I start doing this. I start doing that. I actually talked to the physical therapist and the physical therapist assistant that was in the office that day. And they basically told me that they love their job and it's cool. And it's a lot of flexibility with the job and this and that, you know, I usually leave at 6 PM every day, all this stuff is cool stuff. I was like, okay, cool. So y'all, I went home back then. There wasn't no internet. It was mostly magazines. They had Forbes magazines. I looked and I went to Publix. This is our local supermarket here. I actually went, got the Forbes magazines, talks about the careers and the top 10 careers that are going to be most in demand. And pharmacy was there and physical therapy was there and occupational therapy was there and nursing was there. And then I said, man, I'm going to get the next month's magazine. Y'all, that's how I used to do it. There's no Google back then, right? And then after that, I looked and I saw another month, physical therapy, physical therapy, physical therapy, physical therapy. I'm like, yo, I'm in, baby. I'm in. I was so locked in, y'all. The summer before I went to Florida International University, I actually volunteered at my first physical therapy outpatient location. It was right next to my house. I think it was called like, gosh, I can't even remember the actual name of it, but I think now it's called Pembroke Pines Physical Therapy. But back then, there was a physical therapist there. His name was Roger. And Roger loved his job, y'all. He loved this job. And y'all, I want to tell you something. I had a 3.1 in high school. And back then in 1995, 
physical therapy school is hard to get into, super hard, okay? So you'd have 400, 500, sometimes 1,000 people apply to school and only about 40 to 50 are getting in. But y'all, I said, even though I have a 3.1, even though I know that I'm gonna have to have a 3.8 and above to get in, man, I see how Roger loves his job. I see how those two physical therapists that work with orthopedic surgeons uh, love their job. I started volunteering the other way. I see how they love their job. Y'all, nothing was gonna stop me from getting into PT school, nothing. But that only happened because I was around physical therapists that had great things to say about the profession. They were reinforcing to me that I was making the right decision. My first semester at Florida International University, I got a 4.0. I got straight A's for the first time since the fourth grade. You wanna know why? Because my why was so strong. And my why was so strong because I had so much reinforcement that I was making the right decision. And this morning, I was sitting outside on my patio and, and I was reading my book and in my journal, in my planner, I have a reflection time. And I, I literally, and I mean, I know this sounds like a movie or whatever, but like, please just follow me here. Okay, please. And I'm literally looking out and there's freaking dolphins. There's, there's dolphins just, just in my backyard, just, just, just messing around, having fun playing in the morning. And y'all, I live the life that I live today because I'm a physical therapist. Like, yeah, yeah, I have other businesses and stuff like that, but I want you to know that I attain my wealth by becoming a physical therapist. I attained my wealth in physical therapy. Initially, it was me helping patients. Then it was me creating systems so that I can employ other people to help patients. And then it was me taking my systems that I used to employ other people to help patients. And then I used those systems to train people like Joseph and Casey and hundreds, thousands of other people. All of that happened through physical therapy. There was nothing else. There was no other thing. There was no, there was no inheritance. There was no endowment. There was nothing else. It's physical therapy did this. So every day I'm grateful. That, that, that's actually what I put in my journal today. I'm grateful for physical therapy. I'm grateful for the field of physical therapy. I'm grateful that my mother led me to Dr. Hindenburg that day, who then led me to physical therapy. But here's the thing that bothers me. Um, Dr. Hindenburg could have led me to orthopedic surgery, but he did it because he had bad things to say. So I think of you right now. I, th I think of you. Yes, you. That's why I want to know who listened to this. Okay. I think of you and I think of you, you know, having this desire to become a physical therapist and almost having your hopes and your heart crushed, going in to other physical therapy centers and hearing from people who are quote unquote burned out, who are quote unquote tired of the system, who are quote unquote unable to have advancements in their workplace, 
who are quote unquote morally, or I think it's what way, what did I say? I'm morally injured. Or they're quote unquote sick of working for the insurance companies and not working for the patient. And by the way, I'm not saying those things aren't true for that person. Who am I to say that? But what I feel is happening right now to many of you is you're being misdirected. And I believe that you're being misdirected in the same way that Dr. Hindenburg misdirected me. There are other orthopedic surgeons out there that actually have a good family. There are physical therapists out there that are not burned out. There are physical therapists out there that are advancing in their career. There are physical therapists out there that are, that have paid off all their student loans. I actually know a physical therapist that actually lives about 10 minutes away from me that had $230,000 worth of loans three and a half years ago, paid all of them off and now lives waterfront. And he did that in less than four years. There are physical therapists that are very, very, very happy. There are physical therapists that are impacting more people in the last five months than they thought that they could impact over five years. But then there's also those people here. You know what? You want to know something? There, there's a group, there's a group, and the group is called Alternative Health Career Group, okay? And and it, and if you want, I mean, if y'all want to, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but these are people that are trying to find alternative careers, right? Okay, all right, I, I kind of gave it, right? Okay, they're trying to find alternative careers. And one of my students actually put in a post in the group and put a post in the group of, of why are you all trying to find alternative careers? By the way, it's not just physical therapists, not just PTAs. This is not just OTs. And you want to know what? They said all those things, burnout. I don't get this. I don't get that. I don't get this. I don't get that. I don't get this. I don't get that. And many of you are going to clinics and you're going to facilities and you're going to hospitals where these physical therapists are telling you that. But here's what I want to say to you all this morning or tonight, sorry. What I want to say to you all is this. I want to tell you all that those physical therapists haven't evolved. They haven't adapted. Their schools never evolved them. Their schools never um, adapted. And they have access to all the things that I have access to, that Joseph has access to, that Casey has access to, that all these other winners have access to, but they decided not to take us up on it. So now they're projecting that onto you. And what I want to tell you is that they're not telling you the full truth. They're telling you that I am burned out. What they're not telling you is the next part. They're leaving the sentence and the thought incomplete. They're saying I am burned out because I decided that I was not going to evolve and adapt myself to the times of 2021 where physical therapists have the ability to impact and influence 10 times more people than they had in 2020.
or 2019 or 2018. But they decided, I'm not going to adapt, so I'm going to stay in the system, the same system that was set up in 1994, 1995, where you could make a lot of money, and you could see half the patients, but I'm not going to change from the way they did things in 1995. Now, let me tell you something. If you, if you were in any other profession, computer programming, in the restaurant business, you worked fast food, You are a roofer, a mechanic. If you did things the same way in 1995 and you were doing the same things today that you were doing back in 95, you would be out of a job. You'd be fired on the first day. Now, here's what I have to say to you all. I have to say to you all that the next time a physical therapist says that to you, ask them, how do you do things? Ask them that. Besides what I see you doing here, is there kind of like, do you have a side hustle? Do you have a reputation online? Do you serve people outside of your job? No, don't be, don't be confrontational. Just, 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 you just ask, like, is, oh, I can't serve people outside of my job. I'm so tired. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. This is a really big deal. Like, this is a really, really big deal because my fear, Joseph, is that there are amazing, talented young individuals that are looking to us for guidance and for direction on where should they take their life and where should they take their, like, where should they try to find their calling? And there are very reckless, non-growth-minded people out there that are misdirecting them. And it pisses me off. Ooh, yeah. Listen, y'all. So first of all, let me let me ask this because it pisses so me off, man. And it should, and it should. For for those y'all that are watching live, is is this clicking? Like, is this resonating? Say 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 it's clicking in the chat. If it's clicking, because this is this is so not just so important, but but this is so real. I I, I think you know, I, like I can't tell you how many times you know like we've had students reach out to us saying, yo, like, I'm not sure if I want to do PT anymore. And the reason why they came to that, now, now if you ask them, why did you want to be a physical therapist before, they'll tell you a story of, you know, maybe an injury, maybe a family member, maybe whatever, like something drew them to it. But the reason why they didn't want it anymore is because they saw another PT that they were like, yeah, I really don't want to end up like you. So maybe, maybe I got it all wrong. Right. And you know, I love the analogy that you gave because it reminded me of another analogy that I saw recently that, you know, when they made the first car, there were still a lot of people working in the industry of buggies and, you know, uh, carriages and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And they decided not to switch over, right? And the people that did not switch over were out of a job. Just like you said, if you were, if you're doing the same thing you were doing in 94, the same thing you're doing in 2004, 2014, whenever it is, at some point it will outdate itself. And so, 
y'all, this is so important because I think once you guys start changing how you see this, then all of a sudden it's no longer a matter of, oh, I saw a PT that I do not want to emulate or I saw a PT that I don't want to look like in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Now you're starting to realize, wait a minute, my desire to serve through physical therapy and my ability to have a career that's absolutely amazing can actually happen. But seeing someone that's not having an amazing career within physical therapy doesn't actually mean that physical therapy in and of itself is actually not good, right? In the same way that you just said that that surgeon could have very well actually like persuaded you to continue with that initial dream of yours. Right. So, so man, okay, I'm seeing a lot of people saying it's clicking. Okay, so, so gee, like now that we're understanding this, right? Now that we're waking up to this, where do we even start the conversation? Because at some point, now you were talking about students that were, you know, able to pay off their, their debt and all this, basically living a life that is I ideal, but we've never been taught how to deal with that. Where do we start that conversation to actually say, hey, this is the path that we need to start just being aware of so that we can make this career dream path, whatever it is, absolutely worth it, not only financially, but also lifestyle wise, so that we can actually enjoy the heck out of it and not feel burnt out and still serve, grow, level up, and evolve is the word that you use. So uh, where do we begin as pre-PTs, man? Talk to us. So let's let's just kind of create a story. Is that cool? Is that cool? All right. So right now, basketball's on, and we're getting ready to get into the playoffs. So here's what I'm going to do, all right? And I hope this analogy works. And if it works, since basketball's going on right now, and, and I think my Miami Heat's kind of coming together now I'm hoping all right so 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 let's figure out a couple things let's pretend like we have two high school superstars and they're 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 one and two going into college they're the they're the number one recruit in the nation LeBron James and they're the number two recruit in the nation let's just say Carmelo Anthony Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So now they both go to college. Let's pretend they both go to college. Okay. And LeBron James over here does amazing in college and he makes it to the pros. LeBron James then goes on to have a 20 year career where he breaks all the records. He has all the endorsement deals. He does all these amazing things. Remember now, when they were coming out of high school, they were neck and neck. Then you have this other guy over here. Let's just call him Carmelo for sake of the, the analogy. And Carmelo, he does pretty good in college. He does all right. But he gets to the pros and just has an okay career. Just okay. Let's say Carmelo's out of the league in five years. Now, let's bring it to you. You have a goal. You have a dream of being, I mean, you don't want to just be a physical therapist. I mean, don't you want to be the best? I mean, like, don't you want to be the best? I mean, you want to be the best. I mean, I mean, if you had your choice, would you rather be average or would you rather be the best physical? Like, like I, I mean, if you had your choice, which one would you rather be? Okay, so now, so now, so now, so now, check this out. You just got a ticket. You got a ticket to be mentored by one of those two people. 
LeBron or Carmelo? Who are you picking? LeBron, easy. Hmm. So you're picking LeBron. So why are you picking LeBron? Longest career. <laughs> LeBron has what you want. Mm -hmm. So let's bring this back to physical therapy now. For those of you that are shadowing clinics, and now you're a little bit confused. I want you to look at the body of work of their career. What have they done? What have they done? Are they happy? Are they growing? Do they show excited for work every single day? If they do, cool. I'd ask questions. And I would actually take the answers and decide what I want to do with it. If they don't have what you want, I ain't listening. I ain't listening to you. You guys, I'm not saying that I haven't had problems in my career. But what I am telling you is that when I've had problems in my career, I have sought solutions. And I never stopped until I found a solution. Those solutions that led me to growth. You guys, I didn't start out making two, $3 million a year. I started out making $19 an hour in my first physical therapy job full time. Now, how many people do you know in physical therapy that have gone from making $19 an hour to making a couple million dollars a year? Now, if that's not what you want, oh, by the way, I do it part-time now. Tell them how many hours you work. I work about 15 hours a week. I'm growing every single one of my companies. I work 15 hours a week. Today's a perfect example. I had a meeting with Jimmy McKay from PT Pinecast. I had a meeting with Rick Lau. Came home, walked the beach. Me and my son played in the pool, showered, did this. Done. I didn't start here, but I'm currently here. I don't come from money. I don't come from privilege. And most importantly, 80% of the work that I do, I do for free. I do because I just love it. I love the profession. I love what this profession has done for me. I love what this profession has given me. But the deal is y'all, I'm not doing the same stuff that I did in 2000. And I ain't doing the same stuff that I did in 2005. I'm not even doing the same stuff that I did in 2010. I'm not even doing the same things that I did in 2016. I have evolved and adapted with the times. And every single physio that you have talked to that is not happy has refused to do that.
Now, here's the good news and the bad news about that. Who you want what first? Which, which one you want? Give us the bad news first. Give <laughs> so the bad news is that this field actually allows it. It allows you to stay stagnant and still have a job. 95% of professions out there, actually, I'll say this. No, 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 it's not 95. I would say it's about 98.5% of professions out there. If you did the slackness that these physios are doing, you would be homeless. The only way you getting out to the beach is if you laying out the beach because you're homeless. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. The good news is that because the majority of the profession doesn't adapt, well, it's called survival of the fittest. And because of that, um, guys like me and Joseph and Casey and Alex and Will, guys like us that just decide to adapt like everybody else, well, we help more people than the combined amount of people in one school because we just decided to grow and they decided not to. So it's actually easier for you to become a millionaire as a physical therapist than it is in pretty much any other profession. Why? Because physical therapists are so damn stubborn and refuse to grow that you just stand out more than anybody else. Today, I actually got offered, it's not like anything set in stone, but it's a multi-million dollar deal. You want to know why? It's because of my email list and my influence. That's all it is. Any physical therapist could have done that. They just decided not to. They decided not to learn the skills. They decided not to learn this. They decided not to serve people without getting things back in return. So, so can you imagine, so let's bring this to you. Let, let's bring this back to you. Can you imagine as a pre-PT, can you imagine figuring this out? Like, I, I mean, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. Can you imagine if, 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 you, if, you actually, if, if you actually figured this game out, if you figured this uh, game out, you started to hone those skills while you were either getting into PT school or while you were in PT school or d- just during your, can you imagine if you figured this out? Like, seriously, like, hey, who's it? We are. Oh, we, could, could you imagine if you figured this out? You, <laughs> could you imagine if you started figuring this thing out? Like on your current journey right now, you imagine how lethal you would be? Come on now, y'all. Mercy. I hope y'all are getting what G's trying, like what Greg's telling y'all. Like, <laughs> so, so I actually remember it was 2017, and you know, uh, I was in my last year of PT school. Casey was in the second year of PT school, and we were still in that state of mind of, well, like, it is what it is. Um, I actually remember being in my rotations, and some of my clinical instructors were just like, hey. Just, just, just kind of survive it, you know, and you could tell that, you know, and, and it's, 
it's it's different in PT school because as a pre-PT, you still have the decision to not apply, right? But right. as in PT school, you're in. Like you've right. already invested. Like you are two plus years in. You already put the money in. Like I, where am I going? You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna right, finish right. it up, right? And so, right. so, so, so I remember, you know, almost not making a trip to Tampa, Florida, where I had an opportunity. Casey and I had an opportunity to learn from, in that scenario, the equivalent of LeBron, right? Someone that had had a long career um, at that time what was it maybe 15 years in the career or close to it or whatever you know, someone that had evolved, someone that had all the things that we were looking for. We're like, yo, like this, this cat literally looks like he's loving the profession, not even tolerating it, like absolutely loving it, the energy and everything. And it was actually Greg's first live event. It was here in Clearwater, Florida. And several years later, literally, I think we were talking about this last week, that day, because I could only make it for one day, literally, I flew from a rotation I had in Texas to Florida for like 23 hours. Like that, that, that's all I was like, it was like 20, it was almost a day. Right. And I was there for one day and without that day, pre-PT grind does not exist. Like if I had not gone and, and basically seen and learned and understood for myself, yo, like this is how it actually works. Here, here are a group of people that literally think completely differently from every other clinical instructor, physical therapy, you know, physical therapist I'd ever observed, any of my professors, right? And, 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 and that day completely changed everything for us. And, you know, and that's why we're even doing this tonight, because, like, we just want y'all to learn it faster, right? And, and we want you guys to be exposed to it faster, because it's going to save the career that you've dreamt about. It's going to save the, the, the vision that you had. Like think of, think of the purest form or the purest vision you've ever had of PT. Like in the moment where you're like, this is exactly how I want to serve people. Think of the things that you wanted to do in that state of mind and think of how many times they've been diluted or it's been basically punched, you know, every single time you've seen someone that does not emulate that, right? And how that basically kind of chokes it out of you, whether it's a professor, whether it's another physical therapist and whatnot. And so, 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 so what we do, we're, you know, as we were talking, we're like, yo, we have to give students the opportunity to attend that event. Right. And, and, and GT, I want you to tell us about that event because last year during co, you know, the, 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 the heart of the pandemic, a lot of it was virtual, but this year you decided to actually make it in person again, obviously safe and everything like that. Yeah. And I want you to talk to the students about that because for the students that take you up on that opportunity and we'll be there, Casey and I will be there in person, but for the students that are like, yo, I am there, like tell them about it, man, because that, like in the same way that it changed our lives, listen, if, if, if their lives are getting changed this many years earlier, like, I mean, <laughs> what? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because in 2017, when I did the event for the first time, you know, everything was new. Like I knew that I had, I was really helping physical therapy students, physical therapists, pre-physical therapy students. I knew I was helping them, but when we had the event, now being able to look 2017, now it's four years later, and just looking at the transformation of people's lives from that event and what has happened to pre-PTs and what they've gone on to do the movements they've gone on to create, the audiences they've gone on to build, whether it's in the fitness industry, whether it's 
uh, with pre-PT grind, whether it's with the, da- the, the dancing industry, whether it's with, you know, people that have back problems, whether it's pelvic health, whether it's this, like looking at when these people started learning the craft and they started learning it at that time. And just now looking three, four years later and what has happened is, is mind you know, boggling. But I want to get back to the event for a second. And like, why am I doing the event? Because I could do it virtual. I mean, I could, you know, but no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And I'll tell you why. I, well, actually I am doing it virtual. Okay. I'm doing it virtual as well, but I am, I am highly advising people to come live. And there's a couple of things. Number one is most of you are one to two people away from having your life radically changed. And I'm talking about not just change. I'm talking about turbo boosted. Many pre-PTs go to this event, not only just to learn all the amazing things, but also to put yourself on the radar of all the power players in the industry. I can tell you this. They used to do this thing at the end of every single year. It'd be like the top 40 physical therapy influencers in the world. And usually about 25% of the list is at that event. And the first thing that I do at the event, right? First thing I do, and you'll see, I'm going to do it this year as well is I'm going to acknowledge everybody. I'm going to say, who are the PTs here? Give it up for the PTs. Who are the practice owners here? Give it up for the practice owners. Who's the, 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 who's, who's the OTs here? Give it up for all the OTs. Let's go. You know, who's this? Give it up for this. And I leave one group for last. Have the students. And then the last group is who is not even in physical therapy school yet? that group gets a standing ovation. One of the biggest things that I learned is that your life will be a direct reflection of the five closest people around you. You might've heard that and like, yeah, that sounds cool. That is real. That is real. If the net worth of the people around you is about $5 in their Bank of America account, that that's and by the way that was that 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 was me that was me in 99 that's about what you're gonna get but when you as a young green pre-pt put yourself in a room with people that are killing in the game but they're more impressed with you than you are impressed with them your life changes in two days. That's number one. Number two is this. Number two is we are coming out of the tail end of a pandemic. And I think the worst thing to happen last year, there's a lot of, a lot of bad things happened last year. Well, I think the worst thing to happen was isolation. See, when you're in isolation, you're in isolation with your thoughts. Unless you have very, very, very amazing control over your thoughts, which most of, most of us don't, you need positive people to help to alter your thoughts. 
And I think one of the saddest things is that many people did not get a graduation. Now, how many of you are an undergrad and you graduated within the last 18 months? I'm talking from January of 2020 to right now. You should have gotten a graduation. Well, let me tell you this. At the event for two days, I'm going to teach you all how to become successful. Successful in whatever you want. What, what, what do you want? You want to be a millionaire? Okay. Look, I'll, look, I'll teach you how to do it. Okay. You want to make $100,000 a year? That's what you want to do and you want to work part-time? Okay. I'll teach you how to do it. All right. You want to make $300,000 a year and you want to work part-time? All right. Fine. I'll teach you the steps on how to do it. Okay. I've done all of it. Okay. All right. I'm going to teach you that. But here's the one thing that I've learned. I've learned that success is one thing. Fulfillment's another. And I know a lot of wealthy people that they're not fulfilled. I know a lot of broke people ain't fulfilled. I know this. I know that I am fulfilled helping people that really can't help me back. I know that I'm fulfilled when I feel like I'm able to make lemonade out of lemons. And you know what I feel like last year was? It was a bunch of lemons. I feel like that many of y'all didn't get a graduation, I feel like that's a lemon. So you know what I'm gonna do? On the last day of the event, I'm actually gonna host a graduation. Every single one of you that graduated, whether it's from undergrad or wherever you're at, I believe you need to be acknowledged. And to be very honest with you, if you just want to come to the graduation, I'm letting you come for free. You just come. I just want to acknowledge you. And the only reason why I'm able to do that is because I got money. It's because I was willing to evolve myself and adapt and put myself in a situation where I can rent out a big old room in a hotel and I can give people something that they never got. And I don't need nothing back from them. Now, if you want to come to the event, you got to pay the rest of the event. But if you just want to come to graduation, just come to graduation. Now, I also am doing it for physical therapy students as well and occupational therapy students. You want to know why I'm doing it? You guys really, you guys really want to know why? Joseph, you want to know why? Because here's the deal. The deal is, is that if you don't do this, they're going to be bitter. They already have so much resentment to what they've seen, they lost out on their internships, they lost out on this, they lost out on that, this and that. Now they're entering the workforce, they don't, they don't feel prepared, this and that. So then guess what? A pre-PT like you goes into their clinic. You got a bitter, resentful physical therapist, didn't get the training that they deserve, the training that they paid for. And now you go into the clinic and you're like, hey, my first day here and I'm excited about what it is to become a physical therapist. I'm burnt out and I hate it. And then, you know what it is? They become your Dr. Innenberg. And you never actually start the path to becoming LeBron James. That's why I'm doing the event. And that's why I'm really hoping you come live. Oh, y'all, listen. <laughs> this is about to be 
an absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing event. It's in Orlando, Florida, by the way. So for those of y'all that are like, where is it going to be? It's in Orlando, Florida. There's a, a link below. Go click on the link. And there's actually a student price in there as well. So just, just take a look in there. But more importantly, y'all, it's, you know, this is going to be an opportunity for you to absolutely reset the standards that have been laid out to you or for you by other PTs that you've observed, by professors or just anyone that you've seen in the profession that has ever led you to second guess this decision. And then more importantly, or I guess, I don't know if it's more importantly, but also along with that, like for those of y'all that have graduated, or for those of y'all that finished undergrad, or for those of y'all that are like, yo, I didn't get to celebrate things the way I had always you know, envisioned I would celebrate after finishing college and whatnot, y'all like, that graduation is about to be absolutely amazing. But the, the, the entire weekend is a brand new door that many of you are gonna walk through. Those of y'all that decide to get tickets to go to the event, y'all like, the, will, will this info be made available somewhere? Yes. So if, if you go to the link, if you go to the link and you register for the event and you cannot attend live, you can still access it virtually. So you'll still have access to the information. It'll be live, it'll be a full yeah. live stream you got it. Still you got buy it. your ticket and you'll be able to live stream the entire event from your home. I still 100%. want you to come live though. If I'm you can. telling you, I'm telling you, if you can be there live, yo, it's going to be great. But, 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 but just see it as a, it's a door. Like I, I'm literally, I'm looking back and that literally that first time that I went, if I had not gone like, like no, literally like my entire career, we were joking about it last week, but it was true. Like my entire career has literally hinged on that 24 hour window, that decision that I almost didn't make because I had a lot of other inconveniences. Like I was moving from Michigan to Texas at the time. So I was like, gee, like I can't afford that. I'm a student, like it's not gonna work time-wise. And you know, you know, his family basically said, hey, listen, you're not going to regret it. And I did not, I did not. And so for those of y'all that are like, yo, like I need that. I need a group of people that's going to drastically change how I not only see the profession, but how I see what's possible with my career. I have ideas. I have things that I've dreamt about, but I've never seen them anywhere. I want to know where can I actually make those things possible? How can I get a head start on this thing so that five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, I'm still absolutely enjoying every decision that I made within my career and not looking back saying, man, I should have done something different. Yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's so unnecessary. Yeah. It's so unnecessary. Facts. You know, just ask yourself, I think, I think, you know, the quality of the questions that you ask yourself is really what dictates like what you do. Ask yourself, look, do I want to have a, do I want to go through all of the schooling that I'm about to go through so that I can have a three-year career as a physical therapist or ask yourself, okay, this investment that I'm going to put into physical therapy school, am I willing to go to the next three to five years of this so that I can have a 35-year career? Okay, here, let's get more deeper with it. Okay, do I want a three-year career that pays me an average of $55,000? Or do I want a 30-year career that on average is gonna pay me $2.6 million a year on average? Do you guys see what I'm saying? No, now when I look at it, I never even asked myself those questions. But when I go back now and I look and I average out my career, that's what has happened. You see what I'm saying? But most people aren't asking themselves those questions. So because you're not asking yourselves those questions, you're not giving yourself the answers that you're looking for. 
And then you're randomly just doing whatever the environment, whatever the world puts towards you. So now what's happening is you're, you're, going, you're, you're going to a clinic, you're going to a hospital, and you're not even asking those questions. You're just saying, well, what's convenient? What's the closest thing to my house? Because you never ask yourself those questions. You don't care. But, but if you were to ask yourself the questions, be like, okay, wait, 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 wait. How do I get this from my career? How do I get this? How do I get to the point by five years, I'm actually working 25 hours a week and I'm making $300,000 a year. How do I retire my mother? How do I retire my mother? Here's the matter. How do I retire my mother in the next seven years? What are you asking? Or are you not asking anything at all? Because if you're not asking anything at all, you're going to get whatever the world wants to give you. So if you say, I, I, I really don't care, G, uh, then cool. You got to get whatever the world wants to give you. So you're going to do whatever is convenient. You're going to go to the closest clinic, not the clinic that has the person that you desire to emulate. You're going to go to this event called CSM one day, whenever they open it back up. Not because you want to, it's because that's what they told me I have to go to. Do you guys see this? You guys getting this? You're you're like, like, like you're only going to go to what, what they have led you to. And you know what they're leading you to? The slaughterhouse. You know, If my, if my profession wasn't getting a bad reputation, I, like I wouldn't care. But my profession is getting a bad reputation. It's getting a bad, it's getting a bad reputation because there's, 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 bad, there's bad people in it. <laughs> and, and that's the only reason why it's getting a bad reputation. I'm not saying they're personally bad people. I'm just saying they're bad when it comes to leveling up in their life. They're terrible. They hate growth. They hate advancement. They did physical therapy for the wrong reasons. And that annoys me. I'm sorry, it just does. Honestly, it just really, it really irks me. I want you all to know that there's another side to this. You know how they say there's always two sides to the story? Okay, there's another side to this. Okay, there's another side to it. But, you know, you're just gonna have to decide, you know, what you want to do, and who you want to learn from, and what's gonna be, you know, your norm or whatever. You know what I mean? That's really it. So, um, but then I ask myself the question: These PTs out here that are misguiding you and misdirecting you have a problem, but they forgot to think, and they forgot to ask questions. So now, you know what they're upset at? They're upset at the problem. I'm not upset at any problem. I'm not upset at no problem. I love problems. Problems is the only way I grow. And that's what happened. That's how I created my first stream of Inca. So you know what I did? I created this program. I kid you not. I did it on these little ghetto DVD players. 
you know, like, it, so back in the day when, before you had Macs and all that stuff, you used to have these, these CD burners and DVD burners, bro. So I had these CD burners, DVD burners. I did, I had a little, um, I had a little like camera, it, like back then you didn't even have cell phones with cameras on it. Okay. You had a pocket camera is what it was called. Kodak pocket camera. And I took video of this, one of my students, um, she was actually my patient who then turned into intern. And now she's been a therapist for 11 years. So, so she was my second or third ever patient. Right. And then she just started working with me at the clinic. And I said, can, you know, can I take video of you using these little purple ghetto, uh, you know, handle medicine balls. And then I basically just put it and I put it on a DVD and I started giving it to people. And so I started doing like a mixtape. <laughs> it's like a mixtape up in my clinic, man. I started giving them people like, yo, here you go, five dollars, five dollars, then five dollars that. And then a doctor found out about it. Doctor's like, yo, can you bring that to my office? Started five dollars, five dollars, fifty dollars, sixty-five dollars. Then I started giving them some bands with it, started doing that. Yo, that's how I created it, man. See, I had a problem. And I was willing to do what most people aren't willing to do. I was actually willing to think. That's how I created my first stream of income. And I've always made it about the people, serve the people, find out what they want and give them what they want. And as you serve more people, you're going to get all the streams that you need, but you got to serve the people. And they will never teach you that in school. They'll never teach you to ask the people questions and how to serve them. And how to serve them in ways that maybe school don't know how to serve. Let's believe it. Boom, boom. I love it. I love it. Um, it's just understanding that what you're seeing is not always a real reflection of what the profession can do and can be. So what are you going to do about it? Because this was one of those trainings where it's not just for you to listen to. This is, this is important. This, for many of you, is a pivotal point where you have to decide, what will I do with it? What do I actually want? How do I actually preserve this dream of physical therapy in a way that is separate from anything that I have ever seen from other PTs that has led me to think that it's a terrible profession because they're living absolutely you know, terrible lifestyles and they have not decided to level up and grow and push themselves within the profession. So, and then uh, I know you hit on a lot of important points. If you could give pre-PTs one single piece of advice, what would it be? And this is our last question. Okay. Here's what it would be. So I want to tell you a quick story, Alyssa. So that group, I don't know if you heard the beginning of this, of this, this, uh, this interview. So there's a group, right? It's called alternative health career group. Right. And obviously it's people trying to find another career. Right. So somebody put in the group, uh, it's actually, you know, uh, you know, I said, one of my students put a question in a group and said, why are you looking for another career? At least the last time I looked at it, there were 407 responses. All the bad stuff. Okay. All the bad stuff. Probably 100 different responses. And then quite a few people said the same thing. Okay. Earlier today, listen to this. Earlier today, I went in a group and I asked people this question. I said, hey, you, 
um, it's a year from now. I'm looking at you and you said to me, this was the greatest year of my career. Tell me what happened. Guess what? I got four responses. Not 400, four. So your question is, if you could only give pre-PTs one piece of advice, what would it be? It's the thing I'm gonna do at the first part of my conference. And that is this, everybody knows what they don't want in life, but nobody actually knows what they want. I go ask my wife, hey, what you want for dinner tonight? Mexican? Nah. Italian? Eh. Seafood? Eh. Chipotle? Mm-mm. Most of us just know what we don't want. But you know when my life changed? If there's one piece of advice I can give you as a pre-PT, can you sit down and actually decide what you do want? What do you actually want? And I already know that the event's gonna be life-changing for, 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 for Joseph. I know it's gonna be life-changing for every single person there because I'm gonna get them to actually figure out what do they want? Because until you decide what it is that you want, you will never get it. In 2012, my wife and I started making vision boards for ourselves. Started making vision boards. We'd have, we've had, we, 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 we had houses where it overlooked the water. We had houses where we saw the beach. We just saw the beach. We just knew the beach, the beach. And there was a place that a patient let me stay at in 2005. And we took a picture. It was a picture of that place. It's called Oceanside Condos. We put that on there. We put um, a luxury car that my wife actually ended up getting. And then she got it again after we went through the next lease. Okay, every single thing that was on our vision board in 2012, we got. We didn't get it in a month. We didn't get it in a year, but we eventually got And most people don't really know what they want. They just know what they don't want. So as a pre-PT, that's what I would tell you all. Ask yourself what you want. And if the answer that you give yourself is something that you're questioning, is that actually worth it? Then you need to be around other people that have something so much higher than you can even fathom that now you're like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I didn't know that. No, no, I want that. No, 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 I want that. Okay. And then we're not having any questions about investment, PT school, like all that's just whatever. That's it. That that was brilliant advice, by the way. Um, wow. What do you want? What do you want? Shit. <laughs> Sometimes I still don't know if I'm like super clear on that as well. So I'll get, uh, and I hope you guys have enjoyed tonight. Y'all show some love to, uh, GT, uh, this has been a pleasure for us. And Greg, thank you so much for even the extra time. I know you took a little bit of extra time to, you know, serve the students, man. Just, but, but man, this has been pivotal. And 
I'm super grateful for this time, brother. And for the people that are listening, y'all share this out with a friend. Thank you so much, G. For those of y'all watching, much love. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Later. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind what this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all our lives. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Frequency Grind podcast, and tell your friends about Frequency Grind, we will be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Frequency Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.